0: Welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us. In this segment, we're going to be speaking with Dr. Nick Supko. He's joining us here as Chief Scientific Officer of Polarity TE. It's a company that's leading the way in the development of regenerative tissue products to address significant unmet medical needs in chronic wounds, such as uh, diabetic foot ulcers or DFUs. He's going to talk about the enrollment of the first subject in the Phase 3 pivotal study, Evaluating Skin TE. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Nick Sopko. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to be here.
0: Well, I did, of course, mention your role as uh, Chief Scientific Officer of Polarity TE. Give us a, a brief look into your professional background and talk about the, the goal, the vision of Polarity TE.
1: Sure. Um, yeah. So um, I've been uh, doing biomedical research for, for about 20 years now. Um, you know, started an undergrad uh, as a chemistry major. And then uh, went on to do uh, some research work at the NIH, and then uh, went on to an NIH sponsored uh, MD PhD program uh, with uh, Case Western Reserve and the Cleveland Clinic uh, in Cleveland. Uh, there, uh, pursued uh, both my medical degree as well as a, a PhD in uh, stem cell biology. Um, they're focused on um, cardiac regeneration uh, with cardiac stem cells, um, and then, you know, kind of got the bug for. Um, you know, the sort of next gen therapies of trying to not only stop disease, but really reverse it. Um, and then after that, went on to uh, Johns Hopkins where I did my uh, urologic surgery residency mm-hmm. with a focus on reconstruction. You know, worked on some novel regenerative therapies there. For example, we had a neo urinary conduit where we were trying to develop, um, you know, large tissue constructs for urinary transportation following uh, bladder cancer. Um, and it's there uh, at Hopkins um, where I met. Uh, the two other co-founders of, of Polarity TE uh, who are were also surgical residents um, focused on regenerative therapies um, and they went on to start Polarity TE and then following my residency um, I went on to join them there. Right now we are uh, focused on skin TE which is mm-hmm. you know our sort of major uh, therapeutic that we are developing um, but you know really since its inception Polarity has been focused on leveraging our body's innate ability to heal and regenerate itself um to be able to treat you know diseases that, that don't really have good therapies right now. So um I mean our our pipeline currently is really focused on skin and skin regeneration. Um you know there's a lot of obvious needs uh, mm-hmm. there um but you know we see our technology as really being a platform technology that we can leverage for other diseases down the road. Skin TE. Tell us about
0: skin te what it's indicated for and this trial that I'd mentioned in
1: the beginning. Absolutely. So skin TE, um, its generic term, which is a bit of a mouthful, but uh, to be thorough, I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and describe it. Uh, So the generic term um, is an autologous heterogeneous skin construct, um, you know, basically a a sort of complex way of saying that it's a a autologous therapy um, that um, is uh, made out of the patient's own skin. Um, and so the the, the sort of um, inspiration for skin TE is understanding, um, as we all know, as many of us suffer, you know, up to a thousand sort of injuries in our lifetime to our skin, you know, scrapes, bumps, things like that. When we fall off our bicycles, you know, we all know that skin um, is able to heal itself. And, you know, that is an important uh, role of skin. It obviously creates, it's our largest organ of our body and creates a barrier um, to the outside world, keeping things like bacteria out, regulating our temperature and and keeping our moisture in. Um, But uh, skin actually has a lot of complex functions, you know, such as the thermal regulation, being able to to sense, you know, the outside environment, uh, have some hormonal functions as well. You know, we think about vitamin D and sun exposure. And um, along those lines, um, the goal of skin TE isn't just to create new covering, you know, sort of like a dressing, but really be able to treat large wounds that our skin can't close itself. Mm-hmm. So our skin's very good at closing smaller wounds, but if you think about you know large burn injuries or um, you know industrial accidents, you know things where you might have a, a large complex wound, mm-hmm. you know our skin is unable to close that wound before things like scarring or infection. Um, set in, and so that's where Skin TE is designed um, to really help address those wounds. You know, our, our body has simply not evolved to deal with you know chronic wounds that develop later in life, or you know burns and things like that. And so we set out to develop a product that can leverage what our skin can already do, but address wounds uh, that it's not designed. You know, our skin uh, is inherently adept at treating. When it comes to diabetic foot ulcers or
0: DFUs. How difficult mm-hmm. are they to treat? They're they're relatively small, based on some yeah. of the other wounds that uh, skin TE might mm-hmm. be useful in. What is it about DFUs that makes them so difficult?
1: Yeah, so that's a that's a great question. Um, DFUs are uh, you know a very complex uh, problem that are um, you know sort of a, a, a very bad side effect of of diabetes, especially if diabetes goes untreated. And as we're all aware, you know the rates of diabetes are increasing, you know really all around the world and. You know, that's a byproduct of individuals just getting older uh, with age, um, as well as, you know, our, our Western diets, um, can also promote that. Um, and, um, what can happen, you know, diabetes are sort of multifactorial, um, where, um, you know, a couple things will cause them. One of the root problems is that with uh, diabetes, people actually lose sensation within their feet. And so, um, they, uh, will basically, their feet, uh, the mechanics of our walking actually changes with that loss of sensation. And then parts of the feet begin to rub on the shoes. And, you know, basically you get a, a, a blister, essentially, if you will, that then develops into this chronic wound that often individuals won't even feel initially. So they don't even know it's occurring. And then on top of it, because of the altered mechanics of the feet, as well as potentially altered blood flow mm-hmm. and re- the reduced healing ability from having diabetes in the first place as a chronic wound, uh, these wounds have a difficult time in closing um, and can stay open. And then and, and with that, you can get exposure of some of the deeper structures, things like bones, tendons, you know, things that are uh, important to the foot mechanics. And then that really sets people up for infection. And, um, and then that's where things get, uh, really dangerous, um, that, you know, the majority of, uh, you know, lower extremity amputations are the result of an infected diabetic foot ulcer. And, um, these foot ulcers, um, even if you can get them to close with current therapies, you know, roughly about 50% of them will go on to, to recur. Um, and so it's, um, you know, they really pose a, a large challenge and, you know, overall, you know the the cost to the to the U.S. Uh, healthcare industry is you know upwards of twenty billion dollars with all this sequelae, um, and you know the um, a lot of people have compared diabetic foot ulcers to cancer. That if you're developing a diabetic foot ulcer, especially an infected one, that your five-year mortality rates you know are less than that than some of our most common cancers um, because they can really sort of snowball into a lot of uh, bad complications you know for the patient. Mm.
0: Could you describe for us the process by which a patient's skin cells are harvested? You said it was made from a patient's own skin and right. how it's then engineered into the skin TE. And given to the patient, well, then i 'll ask for a web address where our listeners can learn more
1: yeah, absolutely, um, so uh, you know really important to the therapy is that this is an autologous therapy, um, and the goal there is that we 're using you know really all of the the uh, various skin populations within the skin, not just uh, one population but all the different populations, which we know. From years and years of research, you know, being done around the world, that these po- populations need to work in concert. So I can't go into all the details. Obviously, there's some proprietary, um, uh, you know, details there. But basically, we um, take a small piece of skin, you know, a little bit larger than a quarter, um, and turn it into a paste-like substance that has these, you know, what we call multicellular segments that have all these various cell populations that then get spread onto the wound like sort of like a paste and so it can be spread across the wound and that allows a small amount of the patient's skin to really treat these large wounds and because it's the patient's own skin those skin cells are able to kind of stick within the wound bed Mm. and grow and uh, create new skin so the wound is really closing from the inside out versus the wound closing from the outside in which is sort of the normal way that wounds heal. Um, and so that's, that's a novel approach um, that we're taking and leveraging our body's uh, innate cells. And as you mentioned, you know, we currently have, you know, a phase three pivotal trial registered with the FDA for our biologics, you know, approval process um, where we're evaluating um, skin TE versus standard care to treat uh, complex diabetic foot ulcers that have exposed structures like bone and whatnot that are very difficult to treat. Give us a website where our listeners can learn more. Yeah, um, your listeners can um, uh, find more information at www.polarityte.com, and that's P-O-L-A-R-I-T-Y-T-E.com.
0: Great. Nick, it's been a pleasure. I know 10 minutes is not a lot of time to discuss such a vast topic. Hoping, hoping that you'll come back and uh, give us some more information, Absolutely.
1: especially as the trial progresses. Yeah, we'd be we'd be more than happy to, and we really appreciate the opportunity to share with your listeners uh, about this exciting new technology. You've been listening to Health Professional
0: Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Nick Sopko. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast. Podcast on iTunes. Listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube.com Health Professional Radio.